Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Good Tuesday, everyone. Uh, welcome in. So uh, Laura Trump will be here at 1245 today. Odds on favorite to be one of the leaders of the RNC. Got a lot to uh, ask her about and also um, trying to get the ball rolling. Yes, I am going to say in a, you know, respectful manner. The Philadelphia GOP sucks. Big time. Do something about them. What can we do about that? She means business coming in with this. Uh, Jim, this is cut eight. Here is uh, Laura Trump talking about the uh, issue of ballot harvesting, legal ballot harvesting. And again, I hope she has President Trump's ear around this because she seems to get it in this interview with uh, Maria Bartiromo talking about that. She also had a big shout out to our buddy, Scott Presler. Uh, We'll play both of those in a moment. We got some more developments. Uh, We're waiting Nikki Haley's speech, of course. I don't think she's dropping out. I don't know what possible spin She's going to put on it. In most polling that I see, she's down by about 28 to 30 percent. So here is here's Laura Trump in an interview over the weekend with Maria Bartiromo, as you know by now. President Trump has put her up, I believe, to be co-chair of the RNC, which is a big move because of how bad the RNC has been. Here's what she said to Maria about mail-in balloting and ballot harvesting. We really do have a lot of work to get done. Now, there are things that have been done. They have an election integrity division at the RNC that really no one has heard much about. They have 78 lawsuits across the country to overturn those, uh, you know, those laws that were changed during the 2020 election under the guise of COVID that changed how you vote in so many states. They have uh, people who are actually trained poll watchers. These are people who are going to go into precincts. Maria, and not just stand there and watch things happen. They physically can count the ballots coming in and how many ballots are coming out of a precinct. So there's a lot that's been done, but there's a lot to be done. We need the strongest ground game that this country has ever seen. We need to make sure we are doing legal ballot harvesting. That's something we really have never done as uh, Republicans. It's something the Democrats often do, whether it's legal or illegal the way they do it, questionable to some. We will do it the legal way. We need to have an election day operations all across this country like we've never seen. And we need to make sure that nothing is left to chance that on November 5th of this year, Donald Trump will indeed become the 47th president of the United States. So uh, I'd like to know what you're planning. 
All right. So a uh, suggestion here would be too, and uh, I'm just going to try to make, uh, I, because I don't think she is aware. Her intentions are good here. In Philadelphia, 30 to 40% of the polling places don't have a Republican poll watcher. And I've had live on the air a guy, tough guy, Kevin Kelly, former veteran, bringing in a poll watcher in Alany. This was during the Mitt Romney situation. Live on the air. And they just said, no, we're not going to let you in. We're not going to let you sit here. You're not going to let you see anything. This is what has to be done. So I'm encouraged. Listen to what Laura Trump said about our own Scott Presler, cut nine. We obviously know there's early voting in so many states across this country. We know how the Democrats have been ballot harvesting for years, some places legal, some places maybe not so legal. But these are the games and the ways that we have to start focusing and playing ourselves if we actually want a chance to win. We need to have a an incredible ballot harvesting operation everywhere we legally can in this country. I'm sure some of the, the folks tuning in right now know of Scott Pressler. This is a guy who has been incredible in voter registration. He's someone I would like to see head up a ballot harvesting operation, again, everywhere it's legal in America, for the RNC because we've got no time to waste. Yes, finally, the word has gotten to the mountaintop. Uh, Scott Presler unavailable today, Dan, or you don't know yet? Uh, trying to find a time. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah, I realize that. Uh, tell him to squeeze him in uh, after this. So he's doing TV today. Okay. Well, yeah. you know, tell him during breaks, commercial breaks. We'll take Filming what we get. Filming today during that time. Yeah. Yeah. But um, ballot harvest. Uh, you know, I wouldn't keep on calling it ballot harvesting. I get it. Um, but uh, I am thrilled by this because the RNC has been horrible. All right, so we'll let you know uh, what Mickey, Nikki Haley says. Uh, I don't think she's dropping out, but I would put it 60-40. Uh, if you came here today, she's saying dropping out. I'm not dropping out of the race, as we thought. This is just a chance to get another, uh, she hopes, blip on the screen here, I guess. So this is the state of the race. I think what Nikki Haley's saying today She's going to take the gloves off more. I mean, okay, we'll see what that means. And I think she's going to come up. She's trying to put some spin on it. Why in South Carolina it may not go that well, but she's inching closer. How is she inching closer? She's not. She's an irritant, though, that takes up time, resources, and money rather than putting this to bed. And usually there is a political price to pay for that down the road. So she's not dropping out of the race. She just said that very clearly, as most people suspect it. The state of the race, what state of what race that's going on here? Her only hope is that Trump somehow or another is ensnared legally so much in a way that he can't run his nominee. I don't know what that way is. I don't see it. I think it's a foregone conclusion. And in Super Tuesday, he's leading in every state. There's no state that she appears to be able to win. By the way, she wouldn't be. She's trying to put out the idea by hanging in the race. If Trump had to drop out, then she becomes a nominee. No, that's not the way that it works. They don't end their campaign. Ever notice that term of art? They suspend it. Ron DeSantis would be back there in a heartbeat. And I think DeSantis would beat Nikki Haley out here. If it came to that, I don't see any way that it can come to that. All right, here is Mr. Wonderful, Dan. This is cut six. Kevin O'Leary, 
on CNN last night laying it out because this guy is inside this world of real estate development. It does look surprisingly to me like President Trump is going to appeal. MSNBC had several uh, legal types on saying the judge didn't throw the book, their words, at Trump in this New York case because he wants to make it appeal proof. Oh, yeah. Three hundred fifty five million dollars for something like this. They don't think that weighs on the minds of the appeal court that this is excessive. It's punishment. The argument's going to be over the word fraud versus puffery. When is it fraud? And if you defraud someone, usually, I'm thinking back to Rutgers Law School at night, Dan, where did I ever tell you I won the moot court competition? I have that never heard home. that before. No. I have that at home somewhere, that trophy. <laughs> the first. I, that's the, first. the one I should. Yeah, I mean, it was like, oh, the guy said, well, you really like to argue, Mr. Giordano, the judge. <laughs> I said, Your Honor, you don't know the half of it. Someday, let me write your name down. If you do anything out there. Uh, We'll broadcast it. So the term of art, fraud. When is it fraud? Well, usually fraud, where you have unequal parties. That's one thing they look at. The Goldman Sachs and Deutsche Bank of the world, they're equal partners with Trump in this. They don't think they were taken at all. They wanted to do more business with them. So where's the fraud? Who was defrauded here? Well, the people of New York. That's what the attorney general says. So it looks like Trump is going to appeal. Kind of surprised. That's a lot of money to raise. Here's Kevin O'Leary, though, laying out what's wrong with this case. And this guy's an operator inside all this from Shark Tank. Here's what he said. Wouldn't there be many companies who would not want to do business or loan money to people like yourself or investors if they know that they can get away with fraud and there's no recourse to protect them? Excuse me, what fraud? I don't, I, this is not about Trump anymore. When you know. get a developer, when you get a developer that builds a building and he says it's worth $400 million and he wants to borrow $200 million from a bank, which happens every day, everywhere on earth, including every American city, every developer is an entrepreneur. They shine the light on their building and they say it's worth 400. The bank does its own due diligence, as was done in this case because they're very good at it, the banks are very good, and they say, no, it's worth 300. We're only gonna loan you 150 million. That haggling has gone on for decades. That's how it works. And then in this case, even, the bank that was supposedly defrauded testified and said, we didn't lose anything. We wanna do business with this guy again. We'd like to, but the judge said, no, 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 no. Let's penalize this developer for 355 million. And if we're going to do that, let's penalize all the developers, all across America, they've all done the same thing. All of them should go to jail and we should stop building buildings. That's what the message is from New York. Even the governor herself is concerned about what this looks like to investors all around the world. It's not just U.S. domestic. All well, around the world, people are talking about what happened here. You really think people want to invest money in New York after this? How about we go well, somewhere I, I else? Think- how, I think there are to, people who would, I don't want to cut you off, but I, I want to converse well, with you, you instead. you just did. I, it's, it's only because I want <laughs> to have a conversation you know what? <laughs> as opposed you. to just you, having you tell you me. I respect you because you're a lawyer. You're a lawyer. You understand no. exactly what I'm talking about. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm respectable for a number of reasons, Kevin O'Leary, but being a, a lawyer is one of those issues. Oh, my God. 
that woman. They were going to make her the host on Jeopardy at one point. Alex Trebek wanted to do that. Laura Coates. <laughs> that would even be more of an outrage. What did I tell you guys at the beginning? No booing or hissing. There you go. All right, 855-839-1210. Lou in Langhorn uh, jumping in here already. All right, Lou, what did you do? Hey, Dom, I sent the RNC a scathing email this morning, okay? What the email said was, I have not contributed to the RNC, individual candidates I have on a regular basis. I said, you need to put more Trump and the other gentleman, I forget his name, like this week in charge of the RNC. If they do that, I will send $500. I I will even show you. A, a, a receipt with that, and I said, use the use the term, put your money where your patriotism is, because all these people go on Facebook and they click and they do the like. That's ridiculous. You got to you got to be invested somehow. So that's what I did. If you talk to her this morning, uh, and I know you're going to, uh, I'm I'm looking forward. As soon as I hear they have been approved and they're going to do that, the money's off. All right, here's what we're going to do, Lou. We're going to take portions out of this. <clears throat> in context, and play that for uh, Laura, Laura Trump at 1245. I'm sure she'll be roused by it. So thank you for that, Lou. Thanks for jumping in. Thank you, Dom. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's Walters, the guy in North Carolina who uh, sort of wants to go back to the election of 2020, which I do not. As I understand it, they'd be co-chairs. So Laura Trump coming on, and she's in the catbird seat. You heard what she said about Scott Presler now, too. Put him in charge. Absolutely. Finally. Give this guy $5 million. Let's see what he does, what he shakes loose here. I wouldn't let him out of Pennsylvania, though. You know, I know he's spreading himself a little thin with these other uh, swing states. They, they're winnable. You got to win Pennsylvania, though. Okay. Side question. Thanks to the horse, of course, why did the horse run down 95. Oh, I thought you were going to do the whole way. Yeah, well, to uh, get to the other side. Now, you know, I'm not exactly sure, Dan. I don't know if police are talking to this outfit that has these horsies over in Fairmont Park. I have no idea how he got loose, said a man in a light blue Fletcher Street Urban Riding Club sweatshirt while loading a horse onto a trailer. I don't know about that. But this horse, uh, what's what's the next race? I guess the uh, major race is the Preakness. Uh, you might want to see if this guy's going to be entered after uh, dodging cars. They don't have to dodge cars. Secretariat didn't. Racing down the side of 95 there at high speed. I, I, th- I think the inner city, uh, you know, horse clubs are a fantastic thing and just so centric to Philadelphia. Teach such good lessons, and it's nice to have the animals cared for, I guess. Well, yeah, I agree with that, but uh, you got to do better and say, I don't know how the hell he got out there on 95. Just going to shout out Concrete Cowboy, a film starring yes. Idris Elba on a Netflix. I don't know I've if you seen saw these that guys. Yeah, I've seen yeah. these guys. They're out there near the Galt driving range. Okay, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So. That allows us to tee up this horse incident, 95. And where did it end up? Port Richmond, of course. Where else? <laughs> All right. Maybe uh, it's so upset that we yeah. moved just before this. Yeah, like, right. Why, why yeah. couldn't this have happened just like, exactly. when we were still there? So we want to know, and, and listen carefully on this, because there's a million of them if you think about it. We want to know something quirky like this. It's not often you see a horse galloping on the side of the road there on 95, something like that. I'm going to say the Cavalcante manhunt and the way that he broke out of jail, that's pretty quirky. That's a big Philadelphia area, quirky situation. I mean, how does a guy break out of jail 
Why did it take so long to capture him? And the all-time quirky story to me, Joey Coyle, the money falls off a truck. Yes. He gets caught running through the airport in New York with $100 bills falling out of his uh, pants. Uh, uh, honorable mention all-time. Just as like anything he did, Joey Vento is the all-time quirky yeah. stuff that's involved. And yes. what makes Philadelphia so special is that it's just a small town. Like, it's a really right. big, small town. So you have the small-town quirks, the, the weird oddities that somehow get yes. super famous. Uh, recently, the most recent one I can think of is on Reddit. It was a guy eating the rotisserie chicken behind Walmart. You hate that guy. Yeah, I know. Yes. It, it, it bugs me. Like, come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> Why are we going to watch a guy eat a chicken? Uh, yeah, and the chicken was, guy. You don't like it. He's got a name. And there was also a guy that was floating around a meat about, uh, you know, melting stuff. And that was odd. But uh, it, it's I, I'm going to throw in an oddity that's kind of frowned upon, but it's really specific to Philadelphia. And I think it fits more in the oddities rather than the giving of fans a bad name, because only in Philadelphia would this happen being snowballs at Santa Claus. Yes, that's the all timer. That's the all-time, uh, you know, we did throw batteries at J.D. Drew. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. I'm not going to say he deserved it. Nobody deserves having batteries thrown at them. Can I take one more? Yeah. Hitchbot. 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 It was that robot that made it all, oh, all the way all across, across the, the country. Yeah, it was a like cardboard then, robot. Then it was beheaded here. Yeah, yes. It makes its way here and it no longer has a life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Very so there's a million of them. Come up with your own. Tell it in your own way. We just took some of the cream of the crop off. This horse, though, uh, you know, it certainly has spirit. If there's ever a race, you know, a stakes race along 95, you got to bet on this horse. Got all the way uh, from there in Fairmount Park across 95, ends up in Port Richmond. All right, phone lines on that are 855-839-1210. I'm glad Lou got in. We'll replay a little bit of that for Laura Trump here at 1245. And again, on paper at least, she gets it. How in the world did we ever let the RNC just bob along here in this type of manner? It's uh, wants to raise a lot of money. I think they want to raise at least a billion dollars. That's probably what you need, at least a billion. That's just for Pennsylvania. Now, give us half of that. Uh, we'll see if we can get Scott Presler away from uh, TV. Are they really going to put Scott Presler, after all this, in charge of something like this, a grassroots with resources? This could be the win in Pennsylvania. This could be a guy who turns Pennsylvania. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Time to hear Dano's show. So we still have a lot of fallout from the uh, Trump verdict of $355 million. Looks like he is going to appeal. I told you uh, people on the other side, well... This is bulletproof. The judge didn't uh, give him the corporate death penalty. So how can he appeal? Two grounds, the excess of this verdict. And that, you know, kind of uh, gets people on the appeal to listen to you more thoroughly. And two, the definition of fraud. We're going to see an all. I would bring in Kevin O'Leary if he would do it as a, a witness, as an expert witness on this. I mean. You know, what world are we living in where there's not puffery? That's the point that he was making. Now, if Trump went overboard with the puffery here, maybe there's a slap on the wrist. And in this case, I said yesterday, maybe there's a million dollar fine. Not what we saw play out here. All right. Side question today coming off the horse. Give us that all time quirky Philadelphia person, story, event. There are a million of them. I don't want to take uh, all of them, so uh, get yours in pretty quickly. Now, yesterday, you may have missed it. I wanted to play this one more time. Uh, Yesterday, historian Douglas Brinkley. And, Dan, this uh, might be – you may have cut – I'm not sure who did it yesterday. But uh, this is one of the guys that whisper into Biden's ear, like Michael Bashroros and uh, John John Meacham here. He always says, Meacham here. And then the Bashroros guy. Well, this guy – is all over the place, but he's an insider. He is pro Joe Biden. And he talks about how wonderful it is that Jill Biden, Dr. Jill Biden, wants to stay in Washington, as I've always said. He gives it up right here. And she wants to get revenge on people. What revenge is Dr. Jill Biden? Who's ever let this and anything? We, we can't help it that she misspeaks so much and that she's allowing Biden or encouraging Biden to go out there. Here's Douglas Brinkley, what he says about Dr. Jill Biden, Biden. the first lady, has been out front uh, working with the president, uh, urging supporters to rally behind him. Do you believe she's a vital part of this campaign? She is the vital part. Dr. Jill Biden is it. You know, if you go back to 1952, Harry Truman could have run and he didn't. Why? Well, the Korean War and, you know, other but. But Bess wanted to go back to independence. She she didn't like it in Washington. If he cut to 68, uh, Lyndon Johnson was quit in March of 68. And people say because of Walter Cronkite. No, the big thing was his health was bad. He had a bad heart. He was smoking, high blood pressure, tension. And Lady Bird Johnson didn't want to stay in it. He wanted Let's go back to Texas and convinced Johnson to step down. So the Truman giving it to Truman could have stayed on and Johnson. And they both said, no, it's because their wives their spouse said enough. That's not the case with Jill Biden. She likes power. She wants to stay. She wants some sense of revenge. She likes power. Dr. Jill does. She wants to stay. So. How many times have we told this? It all comes in. He wants to continue to do it. He doesn't want to give up the perks of the presidency. 
So let's let's be clear about Lady Macbeth here. All right, phone lines are at <laughs> Lady Macbeth. 855. <laughs> out, 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 damn spot. That's right, Dan. All those Shakespeare references right over your head. I'm starting to get them, Dom. I'm starting to get them. What if I could give ten lines from Shakespeare, ten individual plays? Uh, I'm trying to remember the line from The Merchant of Venice. If you cut us, do we not bleed? It may be, do I not bleed? Shylock, am I not a man? If you prick us, do we not bleed? Uh, I was a little bit off. Yes. Okay. Uh, me duck think she protests too much. If you tickle us, do we not laugh? There you go. All right, 855-839-1210. You got the side question. By the way, speaking of laughter, uh, I watched John Stewart in Toto last night. And uh, two things. One, I think most listeners will be in agreement with me. The other, I'm not sure, but I'll say it anyhow, Dan. One, right on the money, pushing back against the White House because he went after Biden's inabilities. And he particularly today has been pushing back, or last night did, on Mary Trump, the scold. How dare you? Don't you understand democracy is at stake here? You can't point out, John Stewart. How adult Joe Biden is. The other, and Dan, if you have a chance, I know you've been in transit with stuff to, to watch. I value your opinion. He really smoked Tucker Carlson, who deserves it. Carlson, <laughs> Carlson, the video, is shopping in a uh, Moscow supermarket. Oh, yeah. And he's on an escalator and he says, look at this. And the cart doesn't roll. It just sticks right there while you're on the escalator. Then he holds up a giant loaf of bread, and he's sniffing it and going all around with the bread. Yeah. And then the subway. And look, he's trying to make the point, why can't we be like, what is Tucker Carlson's point? Somebody who supports this, I challenge you to but tell me. The, even even what he was showing, I mean, the, the, the conveyor belt, go yeah. over to Giant right down the street. The one over here. They <laughs> the yes. same exact yeah, thing, exactly. Tucker. Have you not gone shopping in America recently? Uh, exactly. And the other thing is with the uh, subways. Why are our subways so bad? And the subway is so nice in Moscow. Well, Dan the Red likes it because they have the most advanced facial recognition every square inch. <laughs> they're monitoring you. It's safe. You know how I don't like that. And uh, again, isn't there a happy medium between Putin and the KGB and uh, progressivism here in Philadelphia that lets people run wild on the subways? In other words, can't we have subways that are decent without having authoritarian, dic fanatical dictators? The answer is yes. Tucker Carlson looked like just, it's, it's indefensible. I don't know what was dorkier to either, Dan, the bread or the subways. The cart, but you're right, the cart. Look, it doesn't move and <laughs> he's on the thing. Belt, Tucker. Yeah, go down here to 23rd and Arch. There's one right there, Tucker. <laughs> I mean, fair is fair. Seven this is bread. just, uh, yeah, there's no Larry Krasner in Russia. If we get rid of Larry Krasner, maybe the subways would be He does know, like, ShopRite bakes their own bread, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The Russian it bread. It is possible to get fresh yeah. bread. Not only that. I mean, that's the supermarket in Moscow. Let them go to the Borscht Belt over there in Russia. Let's see what their supermarkets. There's no standing in lines now. One thing he does have us on is SEPTA, though. Well, yes, I would trade <laughs> SEPTA. What could I trade? We might do a show. Someday, like, I'll trade you SEPTA to Russia, and they'll give us back. He also said the average bill there was $104 for food. 
And he compared it to the United States, which is true. But then John Stewart, Dan, revealed what the average Russian makes in dollars. And that's over half of what the average Russian makes per week just in grocery shopping. Well over half. So come on, Tucker Carlson. You, you just, well, why do we have to go to the excess? Is there really an audience? I got to find out once and all for all today. Is there really an audience out there? Are people saying, Dom, you just don't get it about Russia. You're not a journalist. No. It doesn't mean we have to continue to madly fund Ukraine and not push um, Zelensky towards some kind of settlement. But I don't have to praise Putin, their subways, and their cockamamie bread either. Do you not believe that there should be two sides to every story, though? No, there are not. So, yeah, I know that puts me at odds. Oh, man, I'm just asking questions (laughs) here. Yeah. No, I wouldn't be doing this job for this long. And and the reason I got into it, I don't believe there are two sides, basically, to everything. What, CIA story. didn't blow up Nord Stream? Yeah, who cares if they did? Yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> uh, tell me the side to the Holocaust. Tell me the, the side with Putin and plutonium in the teapot. No. Many things, there are two sides to the story. But usually, one side is overwhelming. Is there a side to the Larry Kratz? Let's Let's try that with listeners. So we're saying there's a side to Larry Krasner's. What is that? That's a great point. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. You got me there. <laughs> there's no positive. That no, there's no positive guy. to that. There's no two sides. If you saw any of that, though, I think Stewart's on his game, Dan. And I'm glad he's getting the Mary Trumps of the world nuts. Do better, she said. <laughs> Remember we brought listeners into the boardroom last week, though, and yeah. asked whether or not Stewart would be following the lead of Greg Gutfeld. Are you right. seeing him kind of do that? I, yeah. I mean, obviously he's not swinging conservative, but he's not doing the liberal shtick he used to bring. He's still doing more liberal. Yeah. Yeah. But Tucker Carlson is such an easy target. I mean, I didn't see every clip that Carlson showed. Dan, just the dorkiness of it, though, was just... So so just on the political spectrum, where would you say versus Marr that he is? The new show. Uh, he and Marr are very close. Yeah. Marr maintains, hey, you know, come on, he's going to be on again because he's coming to town soon, uh, that he's a classic liberal. He's a liberal, and he always will be a liberal, and he doesn't like these dorky progressives and all that. So I think Jon Stewart is right around there, maybe a hair more moderate. One thing that's bothered me about the new approach is it's very similar to the one he brought to Crossfire, uh, where okay. he went at Tucker in person. Um, right. and, and on Crossfire, he was trying to play the holier-than-thou, I'm-not-either-party, you-guys-are-tearing-apart-the-nation right. kind of shtick. And that's, that's the thing I don't like. That's yeah. kind of what he's doing again, right? Yeah. Like, oh, you, know, you guys, both sides are the problem, and, you know. Uh, he didn't say that uh, other than Joe Biden is the problem, too. Yeah, he, I, I don't know that he said liberals are the problem. What no. he did a great job of doing is he exploited the wrestling side of politics really well. Yeah. Um, and he would make a joke out of it, uh, but he would always have a left-leaning slant to it. I would tell you this. I'm starting to be convinced, even worse for Tucker Carlson, Dan, he believes what he was showing. If he was doing it because of what his shtick is, that'd be bad enough. I think he believes in some of this. Why is our country not able to deliver? Yeah, Look at what they're delivering in Russia. There, there's no, this is reprehensible to me. This is the United States of America, even with Biden, even with the nonsense going on with Trump and the weaponization in court. It's not Russia. You want to go to Russia, Tucker? You want to live there? Go ahead. 
Take your subway rides, eat your bread. Come on. Even at the worst, even at our worst with the Bidens and all, there is no comparison. It's still the United States of America. You can't screw up America. You can mess it up a bit here and there for a while. Biden's doing a good job. But ultimately, the greatness of the people, the greatness of God and exceptionalism, it comes through. Russia is not the United States. It's not blessed in that manner. It's never going to be blessed in that manner. And if you don't believe that, then I think something's wrong with you fundamentally. 855-839-1210, you get on board. Has he never been to an American bakery? It's so shocking to me that. I know. You you were right on the cart. When I saw the cart right away, I said, oh, no. Don't say the cart. Like The guy does live in Manhattan, right? Like, he's got to at least walk past a couple. He lives in pro- Washington. Or he did. Yeah, you, you yeah, think, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, he's got to pass at least a couple, you know, bakeries on his way to work. Uh-oh. I got somebody. Oh, Andy, a buddy, too. There are two sides to every argument. No, they're not. So there are some things there are not. I maintain that, and in talk radio, you have a chance to uh, rule on that. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Moments away from talking with Laura Trump as uh, she's a top contender to be co-chair of the RNC. Let me go to uh, Frank in Burlington. Hey, Frank, uh, good afternoon. Go right ahead. Hey, Dom. You know, I I kind of take issue a little bit with what you said with Tucker. I don't think he was, of course, obviously, we're not the same as the Soviet Union. I mean, or Russia, obviously. But uh, there really are, lately, with this administration, a lot of similarities that, like, I think we'd have to live in a clamshell to, to not recognize. I mean, when you're talking about a corrupt DOJ that targets the opposing president or candidate that was a president— in court, literally trying to put him away, 
when you have the FBI literally spying on like people that happen to be okay. Well, let me stop you there, Frank. I mean, mean, look, it's not the same thing, though. And why do we have to? Obviously, why do we tell? Why why tout? This gibberish about how good it is in Russia, showing the other side, and only cost one hundred and four dollars for groceries—that's ridiculous. I agree, that is ridiculous. But if we don't start opening our eyes to really what's going on here, not only with the other stuff I mentioned, but the open border now, and uh, literally, we're we really or fixed elections. We are slanting towards that. And I know he's the canary in the mine and he goes too far. But if we don't open our eyes, we will be there real soon if this corrupt group of imbeciles, we don't get them out now. That's that's what the goal is. Thank you, Frank. I I think it's about winning. And this distracts. This takes away from winning. It goes too far. It's not a good representation. Okay, uh, coming up, we're going to talk with Laura Trump, hopefully new co-chair of the RNC. we got an extensive interview, then we'll get your comments. Come to your Dano Show, big issues, big guests. Let's welcome back to Philadelphia, Laura Trump here on Talk Radio 1210. Laura, welcome. Thanks very much for joining us today. And um, can't say congratulations yet, I realize, inappropriate, <laughs> but uh, give us an idea, give listeners an idea of what role you're running for or would like to be at the RNC. Well, thank you so much for having me. Great to be back with you. And I like the intro. I am proud to be an American. And I think probably a lot of your listeners feel the same way. Unfortunately, the folks uh, running this country right now, I don't know that we can say that they're proud to be an American. That's why this fight on November 5th, this election is so vitally important. I am right now, um, I guess you would call it running, but my father-in-law endorsed me to become co-chair of the Republican National Committee. The reality is you cannot win the presidency as a Republican without the aid of the RNC. We need to be seamless. We need to be one and the same, the Trump campaign and the RNC. And um, look, I, I think if we're speaking frankly, there are a lot of people out there who aren't really sure at these days if they donate to the RNC, where is their money going? Is it going to support candidates that they, you know, would endorse? Is it going to support causes that they care about? And I think um, my main goal, at least initially, will be to ensure that, yes, indeed, every single dollar you donate to the Republican National Committee will go to ensuring Donald Trump is the 47th president, will go to ensuring that we have America first candidates who are going to expand our lead in the House, take back the Senate, and let's get this country back on track. The reality is it's a must-win election. We cannot have another term of Joe Biden and the Democrats in charge of this country because, honestly, Dom, the country will not survive. So that's that's what I got on my plate, a, okay. a, a little it's, election, yeah. <laughs> just a little something to do. Well, uh, here's the reaction when we announced at noon today that you would be uh, coming on at 1245. Here is Lou, a guy who was fed up with the RNC, but not if you're there. Here's what he told us. You need to put more Trump and the other gentleman, I forget his name, like this week in charge of the RNC. If they do that, I will send $500. I will will even show you a a, a receipt with that. And I said, use the the term, put your money where your patriotism is, because all these people go on Facebook and they click and they do the like. That's ridiculous. You got it. You got to be invested somehow. So that's what I did. 
if you talk to her this morning, uh, and I know you're going to, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward. As soon as I hear they have been approved and they're going to do that, the money's off. Can't do any better than that, Laura. Feel free to take wow. that and run with it. Yeah, that's that's the confidence wow. out there. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I want to say thank you to Lou. Lou, get your checkbook ready. <laughs> we're coming in hot. I love it. Uh, but see, that that's exactly right. And I think the, what you just heard there from that gentleman is a sentiment that a lot of people have around this country. They know the one guy who is fighting for, for them, the one guy who doesn't need this job, the one guy who is literally put everything that he's worked his entire life for on the line for this country. It's Donald J. Trump. And I can tell you that those of us in our family are doing the exact same thing. You know, we don't need to be involved in any of this. But look, I have young kids. I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old, and I'm doing this for them. Because the, the truth is, if we get this election wrong, if we do not take our country back, I don't think we get another chance. I think that the, the destruction on the other end of another Biden presidency or Democrat rule in, in the White House, whomever it might be, because quite frankly, I don't know if old Joe's going to make it to November 5th. God bless him. But we really are not going to have a country left. And so I love to hear that. I love that enthusiasm. And that's what we need, that kind of energy headed towards November 5th. We've got to win this thing so big that it doesn't matter how many 3 a.m. dumps they have. It doesn't matter how many ballots and suitcases might actually just, oh, miraculously turn up. We are going to ensure Donald Trump takes back the White House. Well, you get the secret sauce of this. Sadly, the RNC, you don't have to say it. I'll say it. And others here in Philadelphia, uh, we have a local Republican Party that you need to visit and, and help out with, I think. But you mentioned the golden guy, Laura. We have him on once a week, Scott Presler. And if it's true, if you're in there, he's going to be in there. This guy is charismatic. I've been in events with him in high crime neighborhood, one here in Philadelphia. People flock from the suburbs to get people registered to use mail-in balloting and what you talked about, legal ballot harvesting. Yes. Well, first of all, Scott Pressler, I just want to give him a round of applause. What an incredible patriot he truly is. I mean, this is a guy who really went out on his own accord and said, I want to start registering voters because we're not doing enough of it on the Republican side. And he's exactly right. I, I don't even know. I would love to know exactly how many people he personally is responsible for registering as Republicans. It's really incredible. And you need that. You need energy like that and vision like that in order to win. We have to be fighting fire with dynamite because the, the Democrats, we know how they rig the system. We know how they operate. They've been doing ballot harvesting, as you just said. For, I mean, as long as uh, probably I've been alive, but we need to start meeting them at that. And we need to make sure that everywhere it's legal in this entire country to ballot harvest, to do things like make sure people get in for early voting. That's how we have to play this game. And you need people like Scott Pressler out there. I would love to put him in charge of legal ballot harvesting at the RNC. Let's sweep this thing so big and punch the Democrats so hard in the face. They don't even know what happened. And on November 6th, they wake up and they're like, oh my gosh, how did they do it? That's the kind of energy we're going to have to bring to this fight. Without a doubt. You mentioned something else, too, that was shrewd, and um, you're not even in the role yet, but you must have some experience. The poll watchers. I would tell you they were trying to do some good things there, Laura, but I'm not sure if you're aware. We're on the ground here in Philadelphia. Historically, 30 to 40 percent of polls on Election Day, even presidential, do not have a Republican poll watcher there at that poll. 
That's a recipe for disaster, at least perceptually. So I just wanted you to know that the challenge here, because we have Pennsylvania in my mind, that's where we are, and that's what we have to win. Yeah. Oh, well, Pennsylvania is a must-win state. Um, I would venture to say that we probably swept Pennsylvania in 2020, but I digress. Um, You're exactly right. Philadelphia is a big challenge. You know, there's a story my husband often tells. He was registered as a poll watcher in Philadelphia in 2020, and he got there on election, whatever the day was, it was an early vote day, and they turned him away, and they said, mm, I'm sorry, sir, you can't come in. Eric Trump, they turned him away from being a poll watcher. <laughs> well, wait a minute, I'm that surprised. That's all you the, need to know. The guys I need in you know, South I'm, Philly, I'm, I'm surprised the guy they're alive. Laura, I'm talking, this is hand-to-hand <laughs> combat here. Well, I'm serious. We, when, had, we had Secret Service at the time, oh. so they helped out a little bit. <laughs> but, but the truth is, look, you do have to have poll watchers. By the way, if anyone listening right now wants to volunteer as a poll watcher, as a door knocker, as a ballot harvester, DonaldJTrump.com. You can sign up to volunteer. We need to overwhelm this system. I can tell you one thing that the the Republican National Committee has done that I think is fantastic and no one is really talking about. They have actually trained poll watchers. These are people who are going to go into these precincts all around the country, especially the places that are must-win states for us. And they're not just going to stand there in a corner or due to the COVID nonsense guidelines like in 2020, oh, you have to be like across the street, but you're, ba- you're watching the polls. Yeah, right. These are people who can actually count one by one. Every person who mm-hmm. comes in, they can physically touch a ballot and say, this is number one, two, all the way to however many they get that day. They'll know exactly how many ballots came in, how many ballots are going out. We have to have poll watchers everywhere possible across this country because we're not going to be playing the funny business game anymore those days are over. Uh, absolutely. Um, you're going to have to raise a whole lot of money. What do you have in mind in order events, things of that nature? What do you have in mind to drive that? Yeah, listen, we're we're in the hole right now. I mean, you look at Joe Biden. This is basically a corpse right now. They're running as president of the United States. Guy can't string a sentence together, but he's got the machine behind him. He has a Democrat machine behind him. He has got a boatload of cash behind him, and we have to have the same thing on the Republican side. We probably need to raise somewhere in the neighborhood of 400 to $500 million, I think would be a, a great goal to set. And, you know, we're going to have events all across this country. You'll obviously see big events with my father-in-law, but look, should I, I end up in this role? I certainly will be very active. I can assure you my husband, Eric, whether he wants to or not, no, I'm just kidding. He <laughs> wants to be there. He'll be involved my brother-in-law, Don, um, this is a family affair for all of us. You know, we, we didn't ever anticipate, I think, what was to come. Uh, but now we're in it, and now it's a fight for the future of our country. So stay tuned. We're going to have a lot of great things coming up. This is going to be a revolutionized GOP, a revolutionized RNC. This is the dawn of a new era. And I'll tell you what, it can't come a second too soon. We got less than 10 months. We got to hit the ground running. Let's go hard to Election Day. Parting question for you. When does this happen, the voting and the co-chairing and all that? What's the timeline on that? I don't know if they have set the official, official date to vote. I think it it has to come after the current chair of the RNC, Ronna McDaniel, officially steps down. But I believe it will be early March. There should be a vote of some variety. And should I get get all the votes I need and become the co-chair of the RNC, then it starts that day. And, and quite frankly, for me, it's already started. I already have been, been doing a lot and talking with a lot of people. 
and really getting things in order because, you know, like I said, we have no time to waste. We've got a we've got a lot of work to do, and we have a country to save via uh, Donald Trump as the 47th president. So let's well, go do it. Please uh, frequent us and call upon us as all this develops. I have people lined up again, similar callers to Lou, who pledge they're going to send five hundred dollars if you run for co-chair. If you are co-chair, I love it. Well, let's do it. Get, get like I said, get the checkbooks ready, ladies and gentlemen. I hope it's to come very soon. And now, I just honestly want to say thank you because you're welcome, you, you know, Laura. I just, is, I just wanted to ask you: you do the Right View podcast? The Right View, therightview.com. You've heard of the View. This is 180 degrees in the other direction. You get smarter <laughs> watching it, not dumber. Yes, three days a week, the Right View podcast. Thank you. Well, Laura, good. Finish up. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I wanted to get oh, that no, in. Yeah. I, yeah. Thank you. No, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody. You know, this is a, a fight that um, I I don't think there's a better person than my father-in-law, quite frankly, any other person who could withstand all that he has. We feel the support. We feel the prayers. We feel the love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody. We're all in this together. We're standing beside you in this fight, and uh, we're looking forward to a big victory on November 5th. Absolutely. Laura, thank you very much today. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Take care. Laura Trump here on Talk Radio 1210. All right, Dan, a lot to pull out. Thanks for uh, giving me that podcast Ooh, there at the end. That was a lot. We squeezed a lot yeah, in there. A lot of stuff. And well, I, I tried to put on the map, but Scott Presler's already on the map. The next interview, hopefully uh, in March when she becomes the co-chair, I got to uh, go a little bit, you know, once she's in there, Dan, I got to say, hey, do something with the Philadelphia party here, the Philadelphia GOP. Do something with it. We'll see through back channels. Can you tag somebody in there? Can you just say, hey, here, here's a bar tab. Go to your bars, Vince and the boys. We'll pay for it through the election. We'll take up a collection. Just get out of the way here. Sounds, Let us do it. Sounds like somebody's volunteering behind the microphone over here. No, no. Sam or a piece that we put in there. No, Sam or a piece. That... Yeah, Sam would be fantastic. And he'll put 100 people in a headlock if they don't do the right things. <laughs> All right. You heard the Scott Pressler stuff directly there. You heard from inside this. Thanks to Dan. Relentless. Uh, and getting Laura Trump on here uh, today. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. 
Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024.